Hey everybody, this is PWZ, Rick Del Santo here, the prof. And I'm just chilling here tonight. I want to know, did anybody out there watch NWA Power Surge this evening? I thought it was a pretty good show. Uh, it's a very underrated program, I think. Um, you know, it's a way to get uh, people into it. Um, you know, a bunch of highlights and then an exclusive match, so... I don't know. I enjoy it. Some people don't enjoy it as much. I um, think it's great. It kind of reminds me of watching like an older episode of like, say, WCW Worldwide, where it'd be like a lot of highlights and then, uh, you know, uh, stuff like that. And then one just exclusive match and try to sell people to get into the arena kind of a thing. But uh, the exclusive match was Genocide and uh, Sky Blue. I thought it was a pretty decent match. Um you know, it was quite enjoyable, and this genocide I, I have not really seen too much of other than what I've seen in NWA Power. Um, I ha am becoming a fan. I did see her on uh, this past weekend's, um, what's that show, Mission Pro show, and I thought she had a pretty decent match there. Um, other than that, I'm not really too familiar, so I've pretty much only seen probably like three or so matches uh, from what I could think of. But they've been really um, focusing on this Trevor Murdoch, Nick Aldis thing. Trevor Murdoch obviously suspended for 30 days without pay because of the six-man tag that happened, I believe. That was last week, yep. And Tim Storm teamed up with him and Aaron Stevens against Kratos, uh, Latimer, and what's the other guy's name? Uh, Kratos, Latimer, and Chris Masters, or Adonis, whatever you want to call him. And obviously... Um, Tim Storm took the fall, so of course now uh, Trevor Murdoch is suspended for 30 days without pay. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering, is this going to make the situation between Strictly Business and Tim Murdoch, T Tim Murdoch, Jesus, Trevor Murdoch, excuse me, more intense, or Tim Storm going to feud with Trevor Murdoch? You think that Trevor Murdoch will turn heel? I think it's very possible that. That could happen. That we'll end up having a match between the two of them. So, give your opinions in the comments. So, I'm really interested in knowing how many subscribers that the NWA has on Fight. It's $5 a month. You get three brand new episodes of NWA Power each month. And then an episode of Power Surge. You think that Power Surge should be on Fight and included in the subscription? Or should that be something that should be, say, on YouTube? J. Cal of uh, the Alliance blog brought that up on his uh, show today. And I kind of agree. I think that that should be like a nice show to help promote people to uh, get into the fight subscription or try to convince people to get into the fight uh, deal. Pay that $4.99 a month. Um, I'm going to buy it regardless because it is the NWA and I'm a very big NWA fan. Um, it's $4.99. It's not that big a deal, really. But a lot of people are complaining that they can't do it, that they don't feel like that they should be paying $4.99 for uh, a subscription for you only get three one-hour programs. I mean, that's like a buck and a quarter each. And then you get the Power Surge. But like I said, Power Surge maybe should be a show that on a different day, maybe they should make that a an exclusive show to YouTube and maybe um, produce more of them 
I mean, it's a fun little program with the interviews and such. Maybe make that once a week. Then add a fourth regular NWA uh, show or episode of Power. You know, stretch out those TV tapings a little bit better than you are. Maybe cut some more promos and interviews and then stretch those matches out. I understand that they're on a very limited roster. Um... You know, they're just coming back from the pandemic, you know what I mean? Started running shows again after, what, just over a year. And most of the roster has gone elsewhere. You know, you had guys like uh, Eli Drake run over to uh, NXT, uh, James Storm back in TNA, Impact, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Zicky Dice... His uh, got his release. His contract expired, and he, he waited for it and got his release. Uh, I know there's other people that left. I just can't think offhand. I know Colt Cabana signed to AEW. I think he was only in was he in the second season? I believe he was in the first season though. So I mean, there's a lot out there, and there's more talent. They they should really be bringing them, you know, be reaching out and trying to get more talent in. Um, I understand, you know, it's just them coming back right now. So you got to kind of be patient with them. You know what I'm saying? But I get it. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're trying. They're trying their best. Uh, Slice Boogie, I think, is a, an amazing talent. I think that guy's really good. If you haven't seen him um, prior to the NWA, go check out some championship wrestling from Hollywood. And the UWN stuff, the United Wrestling Network stuff. He's really talented. He, he teams up uh, as part of the bodega over there with, uh, what's his face, uh, Danny Limelight Rivera, who's also an excellent, excellent talent. I'd like to see him in the NWA, but now he's uh, he's being featured heavily on AEW Dark and AEW Evolution. Or Elevation, excuse me. So, yeah. Yeah. The NWA, I think that they can really... Produce some really great episodes. Uh, I'm hoping that in the future that they're going to be start bringing more in because really they're only working with about what a dozen guys right now. That's not much. That's not not many people at all. And they have a pay per view coming up in about a month. I don't have the name here in front of me, but uh, yeah, they they have a whole episode or a pay per view coming out in a month. So I'm hoping that they'll be able to come up with some other matches. I'm assuming that. That by that uh, pay-per-view that the uh, Trevor Murdoch's 30 days will be up. Maybe he'll be the one that'll be facing Nick Aldis for the NWA world title. I already talked it over with the boys, and uh, we agreed that a good idea would be set up a little six-man tag as the main event of NWA Power. If you win, you get a shot at the national championship. If you don't win... You go home for 30 days. And people said they were worried they would never see Tim Storm in the ring again. Look at this. He is firing on all cylinders. Wow, just all chaos. And there's Sauer. What's Sauer and doing on the, on the apron? Oh, and now it's really broken down out here. Wow. Right in front of us, Trevor Murdoch is just beating up. Wow, Kratos. taking the oh, all this slams down Tim Storm. Oh, 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 no. Oh, oh, no. Your winner's by pinfall. Oh, no. Chris Adonis, Tom Latimer, and Kratos! Oh no! Oh! Oh no, Trevor Murdoch, oh no. Trevor, thank you so much for being here with me today. I really appreciate it. 
I know it's been an incredibly emotional journey for you, lots of ups and downs. And I would just love to know how you're feeling, both mentally and physically. Uh, physically, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm beat up. Um, mentally, um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm tired. Um, I'm, I feel proud. Proud, proud is the biggest. I mean, I think that's the biggest emotion I'm feeling right now. I have an opportunity to become NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Mm -hmm. um, as a young guy <clears throat> coming up through the ranks um, under Harley uh, and through following him and listening to him, um, the training I went through, the one one of the constants was his NWA World Heavyweight title that was in a box on, um, above his desk. So. Every day, as a young guy, you go in there to talk to Harley, you see that world title. And um, from that perspective, it's a very unattainable goal. You work so hard for something, and, and you visualize it in your head, and you say, I can do this. But there's a small part of you that, that is realistic and, and doesn't want to get your hopes up. Um, that's where I've been at my whole career. And even when I came here the first time in the NWA, I, I didn't expect much. I just wanted to, to, to make my. I wanted to make a splash. I wanted to. I wanted to, to stand out, um, and I've seemed to find myself constantly moving forward up in the ranks. To now, I've been, as you can, have you, as you've seen, I've been dealing with Nick Aldis, um, kind of putting some obstacles in my way. Uh, How does that feel? <laughs> It's almost par for the course. Like, I, that's how my life works. Like, there is no easy path for me. There's never been an easy path for me. Um, my, I had a, I had a close, close friend of mine when I was a young guy that says, if you just realize life is hard and accept it, it becomes easier. Mm -hmm. And that's how I've become. You're I, a very hardworking man. I, at the very least, I ha at the end of the day, I have to look in the mirror and I have to, I have to look at myself. And I have to answer to myself. And, and on top of that, I also have two young men at home that I'm raising that are watching this program. And I have to be the example for them on how to be a man and how to carry yourself and how to have respect, how to treat ladies. They're watching all this. And I want to make sure that I give them the best representation possible and the best example possible. Well, you said you don't like to set any expectations. Is that because you're afraid of being disappointed? Wow, well, you get a little deep there on that question. Um, of course, you know what I mean? Nobody wants to um, put in hard work and, and, and sacrifice um, everything. There were nights that- Have I you slept. sacrificed everything? Of course, like there, if, I've, I've, there's been nights I've slept in my car. There's been nights that I've decided that I've had to choose between paying my, my rent or paying in gas so I can get to my next wrestling show. And it always, it always went to my wrestling because at the, at the end of the day, I didn't want to have any regrets. I didn't want to be an, an old man and look back and go, I should have or I could have done this. At the very least, I want to know that I gave everything I had. I tried everything I could so I can be okay with myself. Being in professional wrestling, it's a sacrifice. Would you say that's true, generally, it, or it, more for you? No, I think every wrestler sacrifices um, things when you become a wrestler because when you're on the road, you're, you're missing away from time with your family and you're missing uh, time with your friends and you're you're working towards a goal of becoming 
a world champion. Every wrestler wants to become a world champion. Um, but as that's, exciting as that is, it hurts too, right? Of, of course, um, because a lot of men don't make it. Mm -hmm. There's there's a handful of guys that have made it to the top in, in this business, if you really look at it. And there's a lot more men that have tried to get there. Um, that falls back on Harley and me following his example. He set the pace for me. I, he set the standard for me. And I'm just following his lead. Whether Granted, he's not here anymore. I'm still following his path. I'm hearing some sadness in your voice. Would you say that you are sad right now? I'm not, I mean, I'm a grown-ass man here on TV. Um, I wish Harley was here. Mm -hmm. You know, who, who doesn't want the guy or the person that's taking you to another level? Who doesn't want that person to be there for you to show to them? You know, I did this. I, I did this, and, for, and it was because of you. You helped me. That's the payoff. I feel like I don't have any payoff to give to him because he's not here. So it gets me emotional, and it, it means a lot to me um, to be able to not only do this for him, um, but to show the world that I can do this. And I want to bring this home to my, ch my, my, my kids, my people. I want to show them what I did. Maybe also the situation with uh, J.R. Kratos and Aaron Stevens will be resolved by then. Uh, Kratos has been chilling with uh, those guys over with uh, Strictly Business and Aaron Stevens is ever since um, uh, uh, Josephus's passing. He's been working on the babyface side, and you know, and, and it's working. It's working a lot, man. And I think that he's really getting over the way he is. He's doing really well, I think. Um, I'm really interested in seeing what's going to happen with that, uh, with, with that tag team and the tag team titles. So should be interesting. I, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the pay-per-view. Haven't purchased it yet. Maybe I should get on that tonight because it's going to be a show really worth watching, I think. And I'm thinking that there's going to be more talent announced soon and they're going to, they're going to bring in some other guys because it's like, you know, not for nothing. You watch WWE and it's the same guys over and over. Every week. They don't really change it up even though they've got a really, really, really big roster. The NWA has a... It's, you know, and people get tired of it. I'm sorry to stutter a little bit and get on. People get tired of it. But the NWA has a very limited roster. So there's going to have to be something that is done... To make the, the the viewer and the subscribers continue to subscribe and be interested in their product, it's just the truth. It's the it's a fact. Because and because you know if it's if I'm gonna sit there and watch every week the same matches over and over or the same eight to to half to a dozen people over and over and they're not really doing much with them, I'm not gonna want to subscribe. And I'm just speaking from a general viewer side. I'm not speaking as somebody here with this podcast and somebody here, you know, uh, an, an NWA loyalist. I'm just saying as a as a general fan, that's how I would feel. And I'd get sick of it. And as a wrestling fan, I've canceled a lot of my subscription services outside of like uh, my Fight TV subscription for the NWA. I don't really need them. You know, there's plenty of wrestling that I get for free. 
Uh, and, and seeing that WWE went to Peacock, and not that I've ever really, you know, I always had the WWE Network and it was coming out of my bank account every month, and I never used it except for pay-per-views. And even still, I barely pay attention to the pay-per-views. I don't really care enough. They don't make me care enough because there's not enough that they're doing with the roster. And that's something that the NWA needs to do. They need to change up the roster and they need to do uh, a lot more. Not that they're doing bad. It's because I am enjoying it. And I am enjoying the Trevor Murdoch, Nick Aldis storyline. I just think that it could go, go a little bit better. And they could spend a little bit more time on it. And they could bring in some more people to change it up a little bit. I don't know how long somebody like, say, Chris Adonis is going to be in there. Uh, Aaron Stevens has been in there for a very long time. Well, not a very long time, but, you know, since Corgan started power uh, and such. So it, it's it's going to be, it's really tricky to, to see for them. And if the NWA wants to be successful. Now, if you remember, when Lagana was with the company, he always spoke about that there is a 20-year plan. So let's keep that 20-year plan. You're already about four to five years down, right, Billy? So that could work. You got to make sure that it works and you got to keep things interesting and change things up. Bring in different guys. You got they had a pretty decent roster before. Uh, they can do it again. You know, I'd like to see uh, more power surge and I'd like to see it promoted a lot better. All right, a couple notes here. June 12th, Battlefront Pro. Our good friend of the show, Bull Dread, will be making his debut for the show we have a promo here so let's hear from him now anticipation is over the contract is signed the beast officially comes to battlefront extreme on june 12th in ludlow mass at the elks what is in store for all the great fans from the hardcore nightmare the original beast of new england you're gonna have to get all your tickets and i'm gonna show battlefront extreme the reason why beast still rules also, I want to bring up uh, this day in history. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about uh, the next PAPW show in just a second, but we're gonna be talking about uh, today, May fifth, in history. May fifth, two thousand two. Legendary referee Randy Pee Wee Anderson passed away after a lengthy battle with cancer. Anderson was a childhood friend of Arn Anderson. He started out training for a professional wrestling career with Arn under the tutelage of Ted Allen. Anderson started working as a referee upon his graduation in 1978 in Mid-South Wrestling. He also refereed in Florida Championship Wrestling before arriving in the National Wrestling Alliance's Jim Crockett Promotions in 1985. Anderson continued to as a referee in WCW until his battle with cancer forced him to retire in 1999. A couple birthday shout-outs today. Cowboy Bill Watts, born May 5, 1939. Japanese legend Hiroshi Hase, May 5th, 1961. And former NWA Women's United States Tag Team, World Tag Team, and WWF Women's Tag Team Champion, Princess Victoria. Now she just appeared on a good friend of the show, Top Rope Report recently, I believe it was last week. You go back on Facebook Live and you can check it out and Anchor and Spotify. I want to give a shout out to the gentleman at Top Rope Report. Those guys are really good over there covering NXT, SmackDown, and 
Monday Night Raw, and all WWE pay-per-views. Now, May 22nd is the King of Paradise being held from Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling. It's going to be at the Paradise Alley training facility and will stream on Twitch. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, I believe the ticket cutoff is May 15th. I will not be in attendance for this one. I, I usually attend every show. I'm going to be away because my son has a basketball tournament that weekend. So I don't know I don't know if I'd make it back on time. So first round matchup. I'm going to go over these matchups uh, real quick. First round matchup, High Voltage Omar is going to be taking on Dustin Flash Waller. Saru taking on Ichiban. That one should be a good one. Let's see. King of Paradise first round matchup. Uh, Buzz Bloodsaw taking on Intercontinental Champion, or former Intercontinental Champion, excuse me, Maxim Morozov. Uh, let's see. We got another one here. First round matchup. Bull Dread taking on Kylon King. Uh, don't hurt him, Dread. Seriously. That's going to be a different. All right, also, those are the only first-round matchups that we know so far. I don't think uh, that there's going to be any more being announced. But a number one contender's match for the Tag Team Championship will be taking place. The Firm of Elijah Six and Sammy Diaz taking on The Haven and Waves and Curls. That should be a really good one. Uh, You know, I'm not a huge fan of three-way matches, but uh, those teams are really good. Also, PAPW World Champion Matias will be taking on the Intercontinental Champion Zafar Arahihi. That'll be a good one. That one I know for sure. And there is, I believe that's it for now as far as matchups go. Uh, if you can't be there in attendance, tickets I think are $15. If you can't be there in attendance, please go to uh, Paradise Alley's Twitch channel. I'm about to bring it up. And it'll be streamed on there live 7 p.m. Uh, and Facebook Live as well. They're a really good company to support, and it's a lot of fun. All right? Folks, thank you for tuning in this week. And have fun. We'll see you tomorrow.